2: AT&T 5G requires compatible plan and device. Coverage not available everywhere. Learn more at att.com slash 5G for you.
4: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
5: Hello, everybody. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, April 30th. I hope the draft was good to you, boys and girls. I enjoyed it. I did a five-hour production for Fox Sports Digital. I walk off the set. You know, I'm a little tired. I'm a sweaty. Um, you know, There were no commercial breaks. Like, during the draft, there's commercial breaks. For what we did for Fox Digital, no commercial breaks. You're talking the whole way through. And I'm just like, oof. And they're like, this is the biggest thing we've ever done. And they were so thrilled. And I was happy. Listen, it was fun. We got to break down every single pick as it happened. Uh, tons of gambling. I called Justin Fields to Chicago for 1400 right after he got by, uh, who was it, at uh, At 9, Denver. I was like, whoa, somebody's got to trade up for him. And it was Justin Fields to Chicago for $1,400, uh, plus $1,400. we will get to Fields in a minute. A lot to get through here. Um, you know, Rob G, we're taping this. After the first round, before the second round, like, unfortunately, overshadowing everything in the draft was Aaron Rodgers. Like, I mean, that news hit the NFL like a comet on Thursday. And the first person I thought of was Charles Robinson, because on this podcast, two weeks ago, he called that shit. He said, Aaron Rodgers does not like or trust the GM. And, you know, we pushed it out, and I I think the podcast did well, and it got some pickup on social media. But ultimately, it's like, oh, you know, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. He's always unhappy. He's always ornery. And some random dude says that the uh, 49ers called and offered Jimmy G and three and everything, and the Packers said no. And then everybody shoots this guy down. And then it comes out from Schefter, hey, Aaron Rodgers is extremely unhappy. Jay Glazer, Aaron Rodgers wants out. And it just snowballed and mushroomed quickly. And you're like, holy cow. I mean, there are reports, folks, from Thursday afternoon before the draft. I would say like 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. That Aaron Rodgers does not want to go back. He has told people he's not going back. And so there's this big, oh my gosh, is is the third pick going to get traded? What about the Denver Broncos? He says that's one of his options. By the end of last night the GM of the Packers had to get to the podium and say, we are not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. It was kind of a definitive, we're not trading him. But Rob G., I'm going to be honest with you. Aaron Rodgers is not that dude. If he wants out, and you say we're not trading him, and he has made it clear to you that there's a lack of trust, and he doesn't feel comfortable, I mean... Is there a chance Aaron Rodgers sits out next season? That's got to be on the table, does it not?
6: Oh, it has to be. And if I'm Green Bay and I'm their general manager, and I'm going to try to say his name, but I'm going to butcher it.
5: Brian Guntkust or something.
6: It was front office malpractice to not trade Aaron Rodgers during or before the draft. Because once they made that Jordan Love pick last year, which I got some... Very interesting intel on that decision during the Fox Sports Radio draft broadcast with Jake Glazer. I can't share it because it was told in confidence. But I'll tell you off the air. Yeah, yeah. Come on, just tell it. Just go ahead, and spill it. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you off the air, but it is juicy stuff. Um, and so once they made that Jordan Love pick last year, you knew the writing was on the wall to say yeah. either it's going to be at the end of this past season or after next season that Aaron Rodgers was done, and. So they made the pick. They already pissed them off there. Then uh, Aaron Rodgers says, Okay, well, I'm, I'm willing to look past this, but you got to extend my contract. You know, I wanted to know that I'm with you guys for the long term. Well, we're not going to extend your contract. We're just going to play it out so that we have this out after next season. So you pissed them off a second time. So then he says, All right, well, you know, but let's get me some, some wide receiver help, which I've been asking for now for a couple of years. The Packers did absolutely nothing in free agency. At what point do you just decide, look, we've already laid our bed. Like, we made our bed. Why don't we just cut the cord and, and and go on with it? And when the reports came out that San Francisco made a legitimate offer and Denver, I've been told, went really, really hard after Aaron Rodgers and they decide, no, we're not going to trade him. Like, I don't understand how you can get the ball rolling downhill and then decide, you know, what? I'm just going to slow it down. I'm not going to stop it. Because know, we know he's going to be gone eventually. But just let it go at that point. Like, you, like, What do you have to gain by trying to to keep a disgruntled Aaron Rodgers in your franchise? I don't understand.
5: Well, the the big screw-up, and he admitted this, the GM, uh, he said that he the one thing he regrets is communication about last year's draft pick. And he's like, oh, it happened so fast. Looking back, there could have been some communication things we did better. So basically what he's saying is, They went in, they were like, oh, we could do this, that, or the other, but, man, we love that quarter. If Jordan Love can fall to us. And then Jordan Love was just sitting out there, and they're like, let's go get him. And they didn't, like, run it by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we called this. I mean, you know, we weren't not here on the podcast, but, like, anybody who was talking sports last year was like, what the hell are you doing? NFC title game and you're drafting a quarterback? Oh, and in the second round, they drafted a running back when they already had Aaron Jones. And, by the way, they extended Aaron Jones. So both their quarterback pick and their running back pick – looking very idiotic okay so then fast forward this year and rogers wins the mvp they go to the NFC title game again and as you said no help on the outside i will say i did like their first round pick the kid stokes out of georgia uh in my final mock draft for fox sports and i had a good mock draft um successful good numbers and i said i can see them going cornerback i projected the other georgia cornerback which doesn't help me but the logic was, if you can remember the NFC title game, Tom Brady would get to the line of scrimmage and was just picking on King. He would see wherever he was lined up and he would attack him. They needed help at corner. So they go out and get this kid from Georgia. Fine pick. But again, I'm with Rob. All you got to do is trade Aaron Rodgers. Buy, and here's, here's the thing. I know it sounds easy. All you got to do is trade Aaron Rodgers. Tell the Broncos, you got to back up the Brinks. Give us everything. We want Bradley Chubb. We um, we want your next two first-round picks. And um, I'm, I'm sure you want something else because those first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers and Denver are going to be high 20s. But here's the kicker. Green Bay already has their quarterback, so you don't need a high pick if you don't need a quarterback. Obviously, you'd rather have a high pick, like a, a 10 than a 25. But, I, it, you know, again, if you look at the Rodgers contract, after next year, he has the out. So all you're doing is pissing off, you know, arguably the greatest player in franchise history. And next year, you know, they're going to get out from under him. So, like, what are you doing? You're delaying delaying the inevitable. You have to do the proverbial, Rob G, shit or get off the pot. Extend me or trade him. It's that easy. If you don't want to extend him because you believe in Jordan Love, then fine. Let him go. Trade him. Get him to Denver. You get him out of the conference. You wouldn't see him until the Super Bowl. And let's be realistic. you ain't making the Super Bowl with Jordan Love next year anyway. Like We don't even know what you have in Jordan Love. I don't think the Packers know what they have in Jordan Love. So this Rodgers drama was was fascinating. I personally don't think it's over just because the GM said, hey, we are definitely not trading him. I'm just absolutely stunned that they could bungle something this bad to the point that Their franchise quarterback is the headline story complaining the day of the NFL draft. This is the centerpiece of the NFL offseason, Rob. Free agency is awesome. It's fun. The draft is the show. I am going to guess ratings for the draft were through the roof. Our numbers on Fox. And they would tell us, like, holy cow, the draft is five minutes away and we have 96,000 people just on Twitter. That doesn't include YouTube. That doesn't include Facebook or Fox Sports. I mean, it, the numbers were staggering. The interest level of could Aaron Jones get traded was through the roof. Ultimately, I, I do think he'll get dealt. I, I'm not buying this 49er stuff. I know he wants to, like, apparently go home to the Bay Area. and I, I you know, I don't know. You know, if, if you were going to consummate that trade, it had to be before they pulled the trigger on Trey Lance. So I do believe Denver is one team. I can't even think of another team in the in the AFC that makes sense right now. I mean, it, you know, the Raiders could try something splashy because that's what Gruden does, but you think Aaron Rodgers wants to move to Vegas? My guess is no. I do want to put a bow on this. If John Elway were to somehow pull off Aaron Rodgers on the heels of a few years back getting Peyton Manning Winning a Super Bowl. He gets Rodgers and wins a Super Bowl. Folks, just remember, John Elway could not draft a quarterback to save his life. He cannot handicap quarterbacks coming out of college. He has no clue what he's doing. There is a rich history of he's botching picks left and right. It's awful. But, oh, my gosh, he's a closer. He's able to go and get Peyton Manning to come to Denver. 55 touchdowns, win a Super Bowl, and then later get Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver and maybe win a Super Bowl. That would be incredible. I mean, John Elway's already one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Two Super Bowls. And if he does this, I mean, this just adds to his legend. Uh, listen, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but John Elway's going to have a really good case when, if, if he's able to get Aaron Rodgers to win another Super Bowl.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue.
4: If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is.
3: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with the Seven every weekday. So follow the Seven right now.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Listen, I don't want to just focus on the quarterbacks. There were other picks um that I liked or did not like. And You know, obviously, there's not a lot to say about Trevor Lawrence at one. I will say, Rob, Jacksonville Jaguars to win the AFC South is something I am going to be looking very, very closely at. Okay, the Texans arrows pointing down. The Colts do not have a left tackle, and I don't know where people are on Carson Wentz. Okay, I like their pick of Pay the pass rusher they needed to replace Autry. Um, Colts are good. I trust their coach. I like their schemes. I don't know about Wentz. I, I'm sorry. And again, if you look, and, and we talked about this, uh, I've written about it for Fox Sports. It's always been a thing. When their left tackle, Costanzo, was out, their splits were really hot and cold. And he's now retired, and they did not address it in the first round of the draft. Their left starting left tackle right now is a guy named Sam Tevi. and Chargers fans will remember him as a turnstile on the offensive line. They just moved on from him because he can't block anybody. Um, that's a major issue for the Colts. I, I'm not a believer in the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I did love their pick in Caleb Farley, the kid out of Virginia Tech. I had wanted the Jets to get him. He goes to the uh, Titans at 22. He probably won't be ready initially because of the back surgery, but that kid's a player. I just I, I, Derek Henry, 378 carries last year. He's led the NFL in carries two years in a row. This is not 1980. Derek Henry is not going to play the entire season next year. I'm not wishing injury on him, but if you look historically, injuries tend to happen when you overuse running backs. Henry goes down, and they are screwed. Not to mention new offensive coordinator. I'm I'm lukewarm at best on the Titans. Rob G. Jacksonville ads. Trevor Lawrence, who in the most incredible stat of the draft that I I didn't hear many people talk about, Do you know he has never lost a regular season football game in his life? He did not lose one in high school. He lost a state championship senior year the last game. Undefeated in the regular season in high school in the state of Georgia. Goes to Clemson, three-year starter, never lost a regular season game. Freshman year, undefeated win the title. Second year, losing the title to LSU, title game. Third year, losing the semifinal to Ohio State. Rob. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a regular season football game in his life. Jags pick up Lawrence and his running back, ETN. And if you just look at the depth chart, and I know I'm getting geeked out here in April on the Jags, there is some excitement. And I'm not even going to bring in this Tim Tebow stuff. Maybe he'll play tight end. I don't know. Uh, Urban Meyer and the rookie coach bump. Here's this one for you. Last year, rookie coach Kevin Stefanski, playoffs. Year before that, rookie coach Lafleur playoffs. Year before that, rookie coach Frank Reich, playoffs. You go back a decade, I think this has happened 9 out of 10 years. A rookie coach stuns everybody, gets his team to the playoffs. That probably is Urban Meyer next year. You can get good odds on Jacksonville to win the division. Now, the defense is very spotty, okay? Lawrence, he's going to have to put up big numbers, but I think he can in that offense. Um, did I just talk you into the Jags, Rob G, uh, to win the AFC South next year?
6: Uh, no. When you were giving those fun facts about Trevor Lawrence not losing a regular season game, uh, what, since high school? My no, first no, thought, no. Never. He didn't lose never. one okay. in high school. Never. My my first thought was he's about to lose a lot of regular season games here in Jacksonville. So uh, good luck with that. Uh, no, you know, actually, I, I didn't mind the ETN pick. I knew Trevor was going number one, but – what I didn't understand was I thought the one thing that Jacksonville did have offensively was a running back yeah, with James the Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, undrafted so that was, guy, come on. So that was a little bit shocking to me, a little bit surprising, but I, I don't blame them at all for getting somebody that Lawrence is comfortable with because anytime you have a franchise quarterback in place, you either need to ensure you get his left tackle, which I don't think there was a tackle available that would have made sense, you get him a, a Pet wide receiver you know a guy that's going to be his go-to guy they're going to grow together they already got good receivers i think in, in jacksonville they got a good young group of guys so getting his running back who some would argue was the big reason for a lot of yak yards for for uh, trevor lawrence a lot of rpo action dump off the etn for seven yards he turns it into a 60 yard touchdown so i think that that was a good fit that was one thing that kind of um Developed throughout draft night Was there was a lot of pairings going on I don't know if you can notice that But like uh, The Miami Dolphins Deciding mm. that Hey we got two a quarterback Let's bring in uh, Jalen Waddle, His former I receiver I love that But yes that's, You know right. there, that, that happened a few times Where you saw The, the Joe Burrow And Jamar Chase Pair yeah, them up I again. like that So I thought that was interesting And I think that That's something that you'll see More of going forward uh, Just a way to make these guys More comfortable
5: so Jacksonville's just going to spread people out. Lawrence, ETN, DJ Shark, who, if you play fantasy, he put up monster numbers last year. Marvin Jones coming over from Detroit. LaVisca Chenault can line up everywhere. I mean, they've got some players. I even like Colin Johnson, the big receiver out of Texas. You mentioned James Robinson. They picked up Carlos Hyde uh, in the offseason. Uh, again, can the line hold up? We'll see. The interior line grades out well. The outside tackles, eh, less so defense again they couldn't stop a nosebleed next year um we'll see cj henderson showed well as a rookie shaquille griffin we'll see uh i was a little surprised they uh, seattle cut him loose um i I, i'm i've talked myself into jacksonville their season win total over and winning the division um we don't need to do anything on zach wilson and the jets i'll just quickly say and we're not going through every pick Uh, i'm sorry we're not going through all 32 picks I didn't – well, I like the pick of Vera Tucker, the USC offensive lineman. Rob, I didn't like trading up. They gave up two-thirds for a fourth, and they moved up uh, like nine spots to get a friggin' guard. Like, a guard? Now, I know they're set up on the left side now with Becton and AVT, which is what he's being called. Aleha, Vera, Tucker. So the Jets left side is set for Zach Wilson. Remember, they never did that for Sam Darnold. You know? So Wilson's gonna come in. Two young cornerstones on the left side. That's good. But trading up for a team that has a shit ton of needs, I didn't love it. And if you looked, they were picking at 23rd. And I even I said this during the Fox telecast. I was like Look at the teams at 15, the Patriots. They were not taking a guard. Arizona was not taking a guard. The uh, Raiders took an offensive lineman, and they always do dumb things. Sorry, Rob G. I'll let you defend them in a minute. They took Leatherwood. Uh, Very puzzling. Uh, And then the Dolphins go defense, Washington defense, Giants go receiver, defense, defense. And at 23rd, the Jets possibly could have stayed put and gotten their guy. So I didn't love that, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going in on Joe Douglas. Overall, a big win. Um, before we hit the Niners, why don't you quickly tell me what you think of the uh, Raiders getting Alex Leatherwood in the fold?
6: Well, it was a rough. Uh, it was a rough selection. Now, as you know, I was Again? doing. You mean? I was doing a uh, yeah, exactly, an NFL draft podcast as well for Fox Sports Radio with uh, Kevin Burkhart, Lavar Arrington, Bucky Brooks, and Jake Glazer. And you know, Jay, he gets all the picks several minutes before yes. it's coming on. Right. And the where we're sitting in the studio, he's facing me, and I'm in the production studio. And the Raiders are coming up, and he looked down at his phone, and he just makes like this stink face, like like uh, I don't know about that one. And I'm like, oh, yep, that's a Raiders guy. I, I can already tell. So then we start going into the draft, and you know it's illegal for him to tip the picks, but he'll do everything he can to tip the pick.
5: Yeah, he does like the Wojnarowski. Exactly. They are looking closely at Alex Leatherwood.
6: Exactly. Like kind of so then we we get the pick that comes out and it gets panned across the room. And, and Jay's like, well, you know, that's what the Raiders MO is under Gruden is they want to get brand name collegiate players, you know, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama. Those are the kind of guys that they want. And I was, I tell you what, I wasn't even upset because I kind of figured that's how it was going to go. It was going to be something stupid like that. I will say this though, is that um our talent booker for Fox Sports Radio is related to somebody in the Raiders front office. And this is true. I and mean, you, so, you
5: could say her name.
6: Lee Mayock. So yeah. Mike, Mayock's Mike Mayock's daughter. daughter yeah. And I was just like, I'm just not even going to text Lee right now. I'm not going to ask for help right now. That's how upset I am because I don't even want to see a Mayock in my phone at this point.
5: It's incredible. So Gruden, in 2017, Ohio State. 2018, UCLA. 2019, he went Clemson, Alabama, Mississippi State which is SEC, Clemson, and in 2020, Alabama, Ohio State, SEC, SEC, Clemson, Clemson, like, it's embarrassing, you know? I, I feel bad for Mayock because you know this is all Gruden.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I actually, uh, as one of my uh, buddies, or one of the other guys at Fox Sports Radio, he was venting about it on Twitter, and I responded with the, uh, a gif of Frank Caliendo as Gruden, and I said, look, man, leather and wood are both tough materials you got to have toughness on the offensive line so it makes sense to get <laughs> Leatherwood. That's how I imagine it in my head with John Gruden.
5: All right, let's get on. And again, we're not going through every pick, uh, but we need to discuss this 49ers thing at three. So earlier this week, we did, I think, Rob, we dedicated an entire pod to should Trey Lance be the guy. Correct. Okay. And then it came out that like Kyle Shanahan likes uh, Mac Jones and... Adam Schefter reported it was going to be Mac Jones. Rappaport, I mean, almost everybody was reporting it was going to be Mac Jones. And I wonder what went down because Trey Lance was the pick. And if you looked at the gambling odds Thursday, Lance all of a sudden was favored. So something, some word got out somewhere. Now, according to Trey Lance, he did not know until his phone rang if he was going to be the guy. I feel like something went down between Lynch and Shanahan, and I don't think it's necessarily a good thing. Because do you do you really believe they traded up for Trey Lance to give up two ones?
6: Are you asking me, or are I'm you asking you? I mean,
5: I, I, I'm, I'm perplexed. I was when we did the pod, and something's just not adding up here. I I, well, I, 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 I can't. Oh, oh, we are. Oh, sorry. One more thing. All we heard was. Um, oh, yeah. Shanahan. Remember, Kirk Cousins over RG3. He loved Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. Like it was almost not a race thing. Some idiots tried to make it a race thing. Remember? And it wasn't. And now. Oh, wait a minute. He took Trey Lance, who is African-American. So we can toss the race nonsense out. That
6: being said. I am still extremely perplexed here. Well, I will say this before our draft show started on Fox sports radio and Jake laser walks into the room. The first thing he says is everybody's mock draft is going to be busted. And then we ask why he says, well, Mac Jones is not going number three. I can tell you that right now. And so we talked about a little bit off the air. I can't tell you whether or not the decision had already been made weeks in advance when they made the trade, or if like you're suggesting, maybe they made it on Friday, but Jay made it seem like they had known for a while now, mm. whether it was 12 hours, 12 days, and whatever I get it that. was. I get that. But that it was going to be Trey you Lance. You
5: know Schefter doesn't throw shit up against a wall and hope it sticks. That is not his reputation. That's not how he rolls. He's very by the book. And you know, that's what these, once you get to ESPN, you can't just be throwing crap against a wall. So I want to know where was all that coming from? Remember, uh, Rappaport said that Michael Lombardi said Mac Jones, like everybody said Mac, and then there was like, oh well, maybe Trey Lance. You know, there's been some dissent. Like, I I I just put it out there. I think something's going on in San Fran, and I I don't I don't have a lot of faith in in Trey Lance being ready anytime soon. And I wonder if Jimmy G is looking at this and saying, wait a sec, they were saying that like Mac Jones is processing was so fast and all this stuff. So what does Trey Lance do? Is he surely beating me out? Well, I mean, you would assume he will. We'll see. I, he's definitely not beating him out this year. I, I, I'm kind of rooting for chaos. You know, that's what makes the podcast go round. So, give me San Fran making a run to the NFC title game and then dumping their quarterback. Let me see them do that. Um, what happened at four? Uh, Kyle Pitts, we knew that was happening. Jamar Chase, we knew that was happening. So, How's yeah, this is the funny one. As we're getting ready to do the Fox uh, digital show, um, I'm in this room with Jordan Palmer. Do you know him, Rob at all? I do. We had Palmer. him on the, uh, on the yeah. pod. Super, super cool guy. We had him on the pod. We did. We got to get him back. He's good. Um, okay. <laughs> so so that in mind. he, uh, I was like, so do you have any locks? He's like, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to, going to Cincinnati. That's a done deal. It's been done for a little while. And I was like, Ooh, okay. I went and looked, you know, the odds were not, it was like minus 300. So I didn't put too much on it, but, Uh, I mean, the limits are low, but it's like, hold up, hold up. He starts talking about these quarterbacks, and he's not keen on fields. And he starts saying why, and I'm not going to out him. I'll have him come back on the pod and talk about it. Um, And I'll just say this. Once we get to the 2022 mock, and Rob, don't try to contain your excitement. Uh, I'm doing it Sunday for Fox Sports. He gave me some names at quarterback, I'm telling you. You're going to be blown away. I tried to sell him on Keedon Slovis of USC. Keydown Slovis. And he's like, uh, there's some guys better than him. And I mentioned a couple, and it was obvious. But his number one guy, who he thinks is a lock to go number one next year, JT Daniels from Georgia. Wow. I, 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 I didn't totally see it. But, you know, again, this is a COVID year. He did uh, – Daniel finished strong, but he's saying – I mean, he's comparing Daniels to the Joe Burrow leap that Burrow made at um, at LSU. Now, the problem is Georgia's best receiver, this kid Pickens, who's top ten talent tore his ACL, so it doesn't look like he's going to play this year. Um, but we'll see what happens in Georgia. I've gone off topic, at any rate. Jamar Chase was a lock to Cincy. I didn't like Jalen Waddle, man. I, I like good player, obviously super talented, but six. Not a huge fan. Panay Suell to the Lions. Lions are the worst team in the league, I think. That's pretty clear. Uh, Houston will be right there with them. Denver gets Patrick Sertain. We did some Denver stuff earlier. This Denver defense is pretty filthy, guys. I mean, they've got some nasty players for Vic Fangio. Yeah, if only they had a quarterback. If only they had a quarterback. If <laughs> only had a quarterback. You know? um, Eagles. They call the
6: Green Bay. Just call Green Bay and see what happens.
5: <laughs> Eagles trade up for Devonta Smith. I, I don't know what's going on in Philly, but... I don't like it. Um, now, Jalen Hurts was at Alabama with Devonta Smith. Is that another one of your pairings? That's another one, exactly. Um, you're drafting small wide receivers in the first round back-to-back years. I don't I don't know what the Eagles are doing. I don't. And then comes the big one, Justin Fields to Chicago. Now, we're going to do a minute on this. Um, I just want to rewind to March. And remember, the Bears went into this offseason Everybody knew they lucked into the playoffs with Trubisky. And their GM goes, we're going big game hunting. We got a big offseason ahead. And next thing you know, there's this Russell Wilson chatter. Remember Russell Wilson puts the Bears on one of his team's list? And everybody gets all excited. And, you know, it fizzled out. And then they're like, all right, we're going to downshift to Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then (laughs) they didn't get Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, uh, okay, we're going to settle on Andy Dalton. And the Bears' social media put out a picture, you know, Andy Dalton, QB one. And I think we made fun of it here. Right, Rob? We might've, I mean, it's the red rifle, Andy Dalton. Right. Um, and now Justin Fields, they trade up to get him and it's like, okay, so you got Nick Foles, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Did you see the quote the GM said after the draft, Rob?
6: Did he say something along the lines of Andy Dalton is our quarterback? Yes. He said Andy Dalton
5: is our number one quarterback And people are laughing. I just want to remind you guys, uh, Baker Mayfield did not start Game 1 as a rookie. Uh, Lamar Jackson did not start Game 1 as a rookie. You could go back like the last five years. Jared Goff did not start Game 1 as a rookie. Like, there is a bit of a learning curve. Uh, Justin Fields actually is, you know, taking a downgrade in his offense. Okay, he's going from Ohio State where they got five-star guys, uh, Wilson, um, Olave, superstars all over that Ohio State offense. He's downshifting to Allen Robinson and a bunch of dudes. I think Rob G is like the fifth-string receiver for the Bears. Like, that's how bleak it is. Uh, In all seriousness, somebody named Mooney, who had like a good five-game stretch, is considered like the number two receiver. Like, I, I, I don't wish that on fields. Now, here's the question, Rob. Did Pace and uh, the coach, whose name escapes me Nagy. Right now, did now. Uh, Nagy, that's right. Did they extend their careers in Chicago by a year? Can they say, hey, hey, let's hold Fields for the first half, have him come in as a savior the second half of the season, and we'll so hey, 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 we got something here. Give us an, give us an extension. I, I wonder if they did that. I, I think they might have.
6: I think that's part of it, and I think just to uh – you know, put a bow on all of this, I think the Aaron Rodgers situation played a role in their decision. I think that they were completely content with Andy Dalton and draft next season, whether it's JT Daniels, supposedly, or, you know, Spencer Rather, somebody like that. But when Aaron Rodgers looking like he's one foot out the door in Green Bay, suddenly that division is wide open. Yeah. And if you can get a young, explosive quarterback which Justin Fields definitely is. You give him half the season, maybe the whole season to, to learn. And if Aaron Rodgers is out of town, then you suddenly have the most talented quarterback in that division by a long shot.
5: Yeah, I, I, I would lean Vikings over the Bears, not convincingly so. I think the Vikings bounce back next year. I thought they had a decent offseason. Um, and I think they, if Rodgers is gone, I think the Vikings have the best QB in the division. Lions are a dumpster fire. The Bears will see. Um. I'm happy for Justin Fields. You know, listen, you could have landed in worse spots. You know, if you went to Detroit, you would be just like kicking rocks right now. Um, Chicago is a town where, man, if you deliver, you're a friggin' rock star. So I kind of like that pick. I did not like Micah Parsons to Dallas. I mean, how many linebackers do they need? You know, uh, they got the kid Van Der Esch. They got Jalen Smith. They take Keanu Neal in free agency, and they decide, oh, we're going to make him a linebacker. And then you draft Micah Parsons? Like, what are you doing?
0: This is just asinine. Idiotic. They have no offensive line. Pass rushes, eh. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save. And get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
4: It'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio and podcasts with the new Roku Pro series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is.
3: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Now, I'm not going to spend time on this, but Gavin, who produced my Saturday show, has to love Rayshawn Slater to the Chargers. That is a home run. You get a left tackle. If you guys go on YouTube and look it up, Rayshawn Slater versus Chase Young. When Chase Young was at Ohio State, Slater did better than him, I believe, than any tackle during Chase Young's career. Now, it's one game, but you now have your left tackle in front of Justin Herbert. And if the Broncos don't get Aaron Rodgers, I think the Chargers are the second-best team in that division. Would you agree? I I know you like the Raiders, but be realistic.
6: I think that I've said even before they made that pick, which I think was a great pick, that the Chargers' top-to-bottom roster is the most talented in that division, even more so than the Chiefs. I think that their roster is absolutely loaded. They just... For whatever reason kept having brain farts in the end of games, you know. And, wait, and hopefully, wait, did you just say the Chargers have a better roster than the Chiefs? Yes. They're look at their rosters top to bottom. And just look at the pro bowlers or all pros or, you know, potential kind of guys that they have. I mean, Derwin James hasn't even played in two years. And he might be the best defender in all of football.
5: Oh, let's not. Come on.
6: Derwin James on, is awesome. Think,
5: how many injuries is this guy? Have?
6: That's the problem. Rob, he's this healthy. is your
5: hottest take. Chargers, read oh, better no, roster. I got hotter takes than that. No, this is the hottest since you said the Lakers would go like 1-15 in 15 <laughs> or whatever during that <laughs> stretch. And it was like three days later, you're like, well, I lost that bet, damn it. Um, yeah, listen, it's the Chargers. I mean, they've got talent.
6: That's the thing. Just the talent. more than the Chiefs? The Chiefs got Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. And Chris Jones. That they they're not loaded anywhere else really. The 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 Chargers have talent everywhere. They just for whatever reason they always find ways to blow it at the end of games, or maybe I don't know if it's coaching. And now they got a new coach Anthony maybe that'll change things yeah. over. But um, their their roster is always stacked.
5: Okay, so let's quickly talk about Mac Jones. One of the funniest pictures I posted on my Instagram stories, dude. <laughs> Mac Jones, after they won one of the championships, it wasn't, it could not have been this one. Um, I think it was like three years ago or whatever. He has a cigar in his mouth and he's shirtless. Guys, have you seen the picture, Rob? I have. Dude. It's a great picture. What the hell? He's a quarterback. (laughs) And somebody, of course, put this next to Cam Newton flexing and you know six-pack galore looking just shredded and ripped. And they're like, what a quarterback room in New England. My big question, Rob, is Mac Jones anything like Cam Newton, even in style, in anything? Because Cam did a lot of RPOs. I saw a crazy stat that I retweeted from Pro Football Focus. Um, Designed rushing yards last year in college, or in their college football career. Mac Jones had zero. Not one design rushing yard. How is he going to run the same offense as Cam Newton? What am I missing? Are you going to have two different offenses? Because what Cam does, and then you bring in Mac Jones, he's not running RPOs and holding the football. He's just not. So what am I missing?
6: Well, they're going to run the Patriots offense. They never even really fully committed to the Cam Newton offense last year. They did in the very beginning. Then he got COVID, and then they kind of tried to make him a— toned down version of what he really is. But I think I gave you this stat a week and a half ago. So we're comparing the Justin Fields, Mac Jones, um, college stats. And Mac Jones actually got a, almost a quarter of his passing yards off RPOs. He just never ran the ball. He
5: never ran it. He's not a threat to run.
6: No, but they would run an RPO and he would just throw it
5: because all his guys are torching the shit out of bad sec defenses. Good luck with that in the NFL. Like that. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little surprised. That being said, um, the fact that he took him is a little scary because Belichick knows Saban well, and the fact that Belichick didn't go big game hunting for Tua, and he had Mac fall to him feel has to feel like a win if you're the Patriots. Um, fun note: Patriots quarterback room is Alabama's Mac Jones, Auburn, Cam Newton. And the other quarterback also happens to be from Auburn. So uh, they have three quarterbacks from the SEC, the other quarterback's name, which is escaping. Oh, Jarrett Stidham, Auburn. Um, So they have Auburn, Alabama, Auburn in the Patriots quarterback room. Bill Belichick going full SEC. Um, So the second half of the first round, not that interesting. I did like the Zavin Collins get by Arizona. They back-to-back years get Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, two like Swiss Army knife linebackers. You can line them up in the box. They can cover tight ends. Isaiah Simmons can cover wide receivers. Um, I-, I like Arizona. I'm telling you, Rob, I saw a stat that they added five free agents who are like veterans over the age of 30. And you might say, oh, they're over the hill like A.J. Green and J.J. Watt and the kid Hudson, the Raider center. Um, But they're professionals, and Arizona was just young and made a lot of dumb mistakes last year. I like Arizona. Um, Other picks I did not like. I didn't like Kadarius Toney to the Giants. Like, what the hell are you doing, Gettleman? You got Galladay. You got Sterling Shepard. You got Darius Slayton. You got Kyle Rudolph, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. That's what you add? Another weapon? I guess the pressure's on Danny Dimes, right? Rob, like if Danny Dimes doesn't deliver, they miss the playoffs, you're getting a new quarterback. So it's win-win. Like you get to the playoffs, awesome. You fail miserably, you get a new quarterback, <laughs> you know? I uh, I actually think they win the NFC East next year. Oh, I know you're that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, well, crazy. Who's winning it? Don't tell me Dallas. Dallas. Okay, so Dallas has a really good offense, shit for defense. Washington has shit for offense, amazing defense. What do the Giants have? Really good defense and the potential for a good offense if Danny Dimes shows up. I mean, all the players around him are skills. Like Saquon Barkley, Galladay? Yeah, but Danny those are two Dimes of the top is terrible. Five guys in their position. Who? Danny
6: Dimes, Danny Dimes is terrible. He he's kind of He's bad. not good.
5: Um And then who I like to fairly pick to the Titans. I already said that Najee Harris to Pittsburgh. Kind of like that. I don't like Pittsburgh next year. Um, Rashad Bateman to Baltimore. This is another one. So Rob Lamar Jackson last three playoff games, one touchdown, four interceptions. He, we saw Marquise Hollywood Brown. Remember last year in the playoffs complaining or regular season? Like I can't do anything without the ball or some shit. Um, So like, okay, let's add Sammy Watkins. In free agency, and uh, let's draft Rashad Bateman in the first round. I, I know they're talking about paying Lamar forty mil, and the salary cap's going to go up in two or three years anyway. Who cares, Rob? Let's be real. Like this is another like no excuses, Lamar. Like you need to deliver for us in the playoffs. Um, let's see what he does without his right tackle. Um. I like Bateman, but like they have three receivers. None of them are number ones. I, I don't think, I think you would agree. Like Bateman, Hollywood Brown, Sammy Watkins, who's getting up there in age. I don't think any of them are number one. So I, did they get that much better?
6: It's hard to say they got much better at all. I mean, had they were able to get one of the free agents that they went for, Juju Smith, I know they went after Kenny Galladay, but both guys decided they would take less money to go elsewhere, which I think is. A bad look if you're Lamar Jackson. And um, I actually like Rashad Bateman a lot. I think he would have been yeah, great a player. in a lot of other situations. I just don't think that Baltimore is the offense that's really going to showcase his skills. So nope. it's going to be tough.
5: Baltimore's other pick, I think, is a potential home run. Jason Oway, the edge rusher out of Penn State, famously zero sacks, uh, <laughs> you know, last year, the COVID year. But they needed a pass rusher. They lost Judon. They now will go on the defensive line, Derek Wolf, who's pretty good, Calais Campbell, who's awesome, Brandon Williams, and then coming off the edge, they're going to have Jason Oway, who is, I mean, this guy's a freak, and um, the potential is there. Um, defensive backs are starting to get up there in age. Jimmy Smith is getting old. Humphrey's elite. Peters, still a bit of a head case. Um, this is a good Ravens team. They're probably the third or fourth best team. In the uh, AFC, I want to wrap up the pod with a a, a team that I am irrationally bullish on, and I don't think you have any idea who it is. It's the Cleveland Browns. Can I say I kind of love them this year? Yeah, love L-O-V-E. Now, I did love them last year. I put uh, one of my better hits for Fox. I put out bet the over on the Browns, bet to go to the playoffs. I got a lot of accolades for that. I'm just going to... It's coming to come down to Baker Mayfield, which is not a surprise. And I was talking to uh, Jordan Palmer, former NFL quarterback, and his big thing is how do guys handle adversity? So obviously I love to bring up Carson Wentz, and he goes, I'm curious what happens with Baker. Baker in college basically was told, like, you're not our guy, and he was like, well, F you, I'm going to prove you wrong. And he goes out and proves him wrong, right? Texas Tech. And uh, I, then when he got, like, no offers coming out of high school, it proves everybody wrong. So he gets to the league. He has that good first year filling in. I think he set the record for quarterback touchdown passes. What did he do? How did he handle that adversity when it was positive? He went out and led the league in commercials and cratered. It was awful. Well, what happens in his third year? Baker Mayfield rebounds with the new coach and was pretty damn good. And I know they handed off a lot. How does Baker, coming off a good season, handle that? Is it going to go to his head? He's getting Odell Beckham back. How is that going to work out? We know they have Chubb and Hunt back. The offensive line is fantastic. Willis was a home run left tackle for, out of Alabama. Teller's the, probably the best guard in the league. Jack Conklin's on the right side. Like, their offensive line is loaded. And what's really the reason to get excited about the Browns? And, yeah, I might be looking at plus... I think it's 2,200 to get to the Super Bowl. Maybe it's plus 1,100, 22 to win the Super Bowl. Their secondary, Rob. It's almost as if they looked at the Chiefs and said, that's the best team in the AFC. They've been to three straight AFC title games. We need cornerbacks who can hang with them. So in free agency, they got two guys from the Rams, Troy Hill and then the safety, John Johnson. Denzel Ward looks like a home run pick. Uh, fantastic left corner. Remember, the leftover uh, draft pick, Greedy Williams, uh, another SEC guy. Grant Delpit, safety out of LSU. He was hurt. And then they go up and get Newsom out of Northwestern. You are now looking at a secondary with seven pretty damn good players. Now, they're all very young. And we'll see. I didn't even mention the addition of Clowney. Rob, I... I- browns over browns maybe to win the division browns maybe to
6: get to the super bowl have i lost my mind uh no because you're not the first person i've heard say that i I think i think that um maybe not the super bowl but them being a very very good team next season but i think you hit the nail right on the head it's going to come down to baker mayfield and whether or not when you get into these games against kansas city you know we saw it a little bit last season. on the, I think it was an epic Thursday night game against Baltimore when it's like, hey, we need you to score. We can't run the ball and play keep away all game. We need you to put it on your right shoulder and get us into the end zone repeatedly. And Baker, for whatever reason, only seemed to do that when Odell Beckham was not on the field. When Odell was on the field, he yeah. would try to force him the ball a lot and he'd throw in a really bad coverage and a lot of turnovers. And, and so if baker can take the next step in his progression and become not even just a, a great quarterback but just you know an above average quarterback then they should be really really good cuz that roster is loaded it's just going to depend on him so today is round is today round 2 and 3 i think tonight
5: correct um and then obviously saturday is the rest of the draft i will mostly be glued to it um obviously i have my saturday show coming up I will have my 2022 first round mock draft for you to laugh at on Sunday. Guys, it has been a phenomenal week, Rob. Thanks for wrangling the guests. Uh, Corey Chavis was excellent. Um, I've already forgotten who, oh, uh, Tom Pellisaro. We had monster numbers for Tom Pellisaro. A lot of draft nuggets. It's pretty clear that the audience likes the draft, Rob. Uh, We may have to start doing more than just this lead into the draft. Uh, Sorry, NBA. I know Kevin Porter dropped a 50-burger, but... NFL Draft has some juice, huh?
6: Oh, yeah. Much more than college basketball, I'll say that. Oh, jeez. You got to be <laughs> All right, guys. Have a
0: great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Out! Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Deep Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services. Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that? Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours.
3: Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.
4: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is